and constantly annoying companion. Right now, I would give a lot to hear her tormenting advice, her know-it-all tone of voice. Too bad Jitty has her own ball of string to rewind. I'm alone at the ball of the year in an incredible gown from Armani on Rodeo Drive that Graf Milieu, the aforementioned former fiancé, bought for me. I need a cigarette, which is why I've slipped upstairs to a balcony over the street. My high heels tap like a sophisticate as I make my way to the French doors. They open onto a narrow ledge and a starry night. Spread out before me is a city that has charmed visitors for centuries. The French Quarter hugs the curve of the Mississippi River, a place soaked with history, romance, war, voodoo, jazz, and sadness, as well as joy. Just a few blocks down from the ball, Bourbon Street churns with life and laughter. Music wafts up to me, and I observe the tourists as I enjoy my smoke and drink. The best band is here at the ball, but I catch snatches of Dixieland, metal, rock, Irish, and country. New Orleans is a mishmash of music and culture, and it's one of the most fascinating cities in the world, at least to me. I inhale the musty, sweet, spicy fragrance of the city, and my breath catches on a sob. At last I can grieve. I've held in so much that I feel like scarlet when Mammy laces her into her corset. Now, while I am alone and no one is here to watch, I can yield a little to my grief. Not hysterics, just a release. The ornate balustrade is too inviting to ignore, and I perch on it and dash away the tears with the heel of my hand. Tomorrow I'll go home. I'll rebuild the rhythm and routine of my life as a single woman. I've done it before, and I can do it again. My friends will be there. My work will keep me busy. Jetty will ride roughshod over my periods of depression and force me into action. The weeks will pass, and I will wake up next spring or sometime in the future and realize that my heart is on the mend. The tempo of the music coming from the ballroom changes, and the scent of gardenias comes to me so strong that I look around. A figure in a red sequined ball gown steps out of the shadows. I've got a bad case of the blues, she sings in a gritty, clear voice. And baby girl, you've got a heartache you don't deserve, she says the last as she sways toward me, the ebony hair upswept in a fashion from an era long gone. I recognize the voice, but it took me a minute to place her. Dinah Washington. I'd been a fan of hers for years, though she died before I was born. My parents had all of her records in the music room, the big 78s, and later the 33s, and I loved listening to them and remembering my folks dancing together like teenagers. What are you doing here, Dinah? New Orleans had plenty of ghosts, and a melancholy singer was a perfect fit. The blues come to those who suffer, honey. I feel your pain, Sarah Booth Delaney. Well, you're in the right place. I realized that after all the time spent with Jitty, 
I wasn't a bit surprised that a dead vocalist would show up. Sing away. I feel lower than a snake's belly. Sing about a good woman who lost her man. She laughed, and I detected a more familiar sound. Jitty. Before my eyes, Dinah transformed into Jitty the ghost, who'd lived during the Civil War with my great-great-great-grandmother Alice. I thought I'd left you back at Dolphin Island, I told her. My latest P.I. case had been as traumatic for Jitty as it had been for me, in a different way. She had a lot of reasons for hanging around the barrier island for a few days, at least. I learned what I needed. I thought you might enjoy some familiar company. Watching your dreams turn into dust brings on the need for a good friend.